Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Modern Workplace Hacks podcast. This is officially episode four for 2021, and Josh and I are going to have a chat today about content, content in your business, which essentially is the data in your business, how to find it, where it is, what to look for, and then how you can use it. It might not sound exciting, but there's some pretty cool little insights, and we think you'll get a lot of value out of it. So listen up, and we'd love to hear your feedback. Welcome to another Modern Workplace Hacks with Tom and Josh. Tommy, how are you? Good, mate. Good week? Good week? Yeah, it's, it's going too quickly. Yeah, it is. It's uh, it's May already. Yeah. Well, it's almost June. June, yeah. Yeah. We better release this in May or June. We'll yeah. release it. This yeah, is yeah. episode four officially. There you go. Episode there you go, four. ladies and gentlemen. Um, we said we'd have some guests on. That's actually is booked. Yeah, happening, happening. And done. Yep. And still around that accounting stuff, but we yep. wanted to, to get back on here. Yeah, we got and, excited. And keep recording. We did got, got excited. excited. Yeah, Let's good, keep going. Good, Because um, we do want to keep up the momentum and, and answer some of those questions that are not coming through, but the ones we're seeing that <laughs> that we think would add value. Well, we're having the questions. Uh, we're having some really engaging meetings at the moment, and one of those sort of big topics that's coming up is, is this, I suppose, changing face of SharePoint and the fact that people are excited about again. Well, I know we're excited about it and we've spoke about it in the past on the podcast, but I think as a as part of this workflow that we're about to sort of have guests on uh, and talking about technology and the adoption of technology, we thought it'd be a really good idea to, I suppose, go deep and have a bit of a chat about about SharePoint and the importance of of. Also, document management and uh, my favourite word at the moment, uh, document infantry. Convent, content inventory. Content, content, content inventory. inventory. There you go. Yeah. Which has been a massive part, of, I think, of, of some of the changes that we've introduced and helping clients really understand their data. Yeah, yeah. And when we talk about data as well, we're not just talking about the the, the fancy reports and the dashboards and things like that. Mm. That's really critical and really important. Mm. That's more of a data and business anal- yeah, yeah. analysis. People uh, go directly there. AI. <laughs> we're talking about the boring stuff. Yeah. Your Word, your Excel files. But that's the stuff that still makes your business tick. Absolutely. Your proposals, your your your, your spreadsheets, your presentations, all that sort of stuff. Now, yeah. what, we've, what we've been finding is that, People actually don't necessarily know where that sits within their environment. Yeah. I mean, coming from a traditional file server, which by nature sprawls. Yeah, yeah. It's everywhere. Upon everywhere. folder, deep and dark and ugly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that move to SharePoint becomes a little daunting if you don't actually know where, what and where that data is. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I think that's been, been pretty critical to the approach of late where um, – introducing that step in our process where it's hang on, let's just let's just take that time now mm. to actually document where your data is, what you're using it for, and where it's most appropriate to go. Yeah, yeah. Because it may not be appropriate to go to SharePoint or online. It may still need to or make the most sense to stay local. Yeah, absolutely. Um so I think that's been been pretty key and it's it's opened up. Well, not opened up, I mean it, it's sort of expanded on people's thoughts around their data. Yeah. Um, which I think is good. And I think it it's uh, a great analogy that was used in the meeting a couple of weeks ago is 
you've got a closet and that closet's full of clothes and toys and everything and you're going to move to a new house, um, are you going to take everything or is there a few things you might want to leave or is there a few things that are going to stay downstairs in the new house and not be upstairs? And I thought that's actually a really good analogy and that's kind of how it is. It's kind of refreshing in many ways. Don't look at the negative of, oh, my God, there's a lot of data. It's the positive of, actually, I'm going to do a bit of housekeeping. I'm going to clean up. I'm yeah. going to understand what I've got. And the amount, of, to that. the amount of duplication we see of people that have obviously got excited and created a whole new doc um, is really interesting, but also really powerful because mm. once they know where it is, well, then oh, you can do something with it, right? Decision making so much easier. Yeah. Um, on the note of moving, I did move house and yeah. I did go through the content inventory <laughs> and I've still got a room full of <laughs> content stuff that I don't inventory. know where it needs to go. Yeah, so it. I'm calling that the archive. Archive, suddenly yeah. in the archive. Yeah, calling that the archive. Yeah, but, that's, yeah. but that's really it. It's yeah. it's really start to define it. I mean, working with a client at the moment, they've got a, an existing management system of documents. Mm. It's got over 800,000 records in it. Yeah, wow. Like it's insane. That's a lot. And even in discussions that we've had with them, they don't necessarily know what all that data is. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, they know what it is, yep. but they can't categorize it effectively yeah, because yeah. they haven't got enough information associated with the file. Yeah, yeah. So what it just opening up that conversation around, well, let's define in more detail what that data is. Mm. Where's it coming in? How's it doing? Um, what are you doing with it? Yeah. Made it. And the guy said, he goes, I've never been this excited about data. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. we're just literally talking about PDF files. Yeah, lots yeah, of them. Yeah, That's lots all of we're it. talking yeah, about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but what it, what it did, it was it opened them up to thinking about it slightly differently to go, yeah. okay, what else could we do with this data yeah. that's going to make our job or our lives a little bit more easier or effective? Um, so we, we ran through that. Okay, well, what is it? Yep. Let's identify it. Let's we'll content as much as we can out of our inventory, what we can based on what's in there. Yeah. Um, now let's look at the process that you want to do with it. Yeah. hundred percent. Because now that they know what they've got or in this case, what necessarily they didn't have. Yeah. They've said, Oh, could we add this field and this metadata or could we search on this date range? Mm. Well, yeah. If we're capturing that, we can search on it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it was really, really interesting conversation about now, that closet, we're leaving a whole pile of data in the archive, but they yep. still need to reference it, which yeah. is perfectly fine. We're drawing a line in the sand and going, right, we're moving house. We're in the new place. Yep. This is how we're going to run it. Yeah, yeah. This is why we're going to run it. And this is now what we can do with that data as we build it up. Yeah. Which, yeah. Changes the game, doesn't and it? And it was, as I say, it did bring a smile to my face when he's bouncing his <laughs> chair. This is really good. I can see the value in it. Yeah. Um, whereas before it was just, just move it. I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just find it later. Yeah. So, but no, it's, you're not going to find it later and then you're going to get the shits with the system. Absolutely. Because you can't find it. Yeah. And it wasn't the fact that you sort what we've done is I suppose slowed them down a little bit and said, Hey, let's not just take all the clothes and, and everything in the, in the cupboard and just stick it in the new house. Mm. Let's, let's, let's order it, understand it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you might have put on some pounds, <laughs> um, and uh, and <laughs> and uh, you know really have a have think about well, what do you want out of it? And uh, I think that's one example of the power of um, you know what SharePoint's really offering. Yeah, and what do you, what do you want out of it is, is a key element, and mm. I mean, yeah, it'll can it can do a lot of things, and we we know that, and that's always the challenge is where do you start? Yeah, um, I think one of the things we we are adamant about is 
don't just take what you've got and move it and expect it to work. 100%. Um, because it is a different beast from your file server. Yeah. And you need to treat it differently mm. and manage it differently yep. to get the most out of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can't just pick up gigabytes or terabytes of data and expect to get the results, to get, expect to get a better outcome by yeah. just simply moving it to SharePoint. Yeah, yeah. No. There needs to be a plan. There needs to be structure around what you, what else you want to do with it because it will do everything else. Mm. Intranet, applications, we can, it can be, it's that starting point for where do people need to go. Yeah. Um, but the documents that sit behind it, that's critical to your business. You want to know where they are, how to access them, but how to access them efficiently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I suppose um, another interesting thing I, I've found is is simplifying or, or making it easy to navigate your SharePoint environment. Mm. And that's been a big learning for me because I think the maybe the first, you know, uh, implementation of a lot of SharePoint environments was how do I make sure I've got absolutely everything in there and I have these really long lists and these big libraries that I kind of will go through and I'll find the stuff. And what we've learned is when we do an, an audit or an inventory that so much of that data has never been touched because it's yeah. just too bloody hard to find. Too hard to you find know. or it just sits there as in, in some sort of repository. It becomes cumbersome to use. Yeah. Um, so as soon as something becomes cumbersome, people aren't going to use it. Yeah. You need to keep it. Yeah. Si- keep it simple. It's it's it, mm. it makes the process much easier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can build complex workflows and approvals and all sorts of stuff behind it. But ultimately you don't want people having to, to speed up their job um, you want to have that information at at hand. You don't want them to have to necessarily spend a lot of time thinking about where they need to go, yeah. or what they need to do. Yeah. Um, and that comes down to even managing your individual documents when you're talking about things like assigning tags and metadata and things like that. Mm. Keep it keep it concise and keep it appropriate to the the data set, but don't have fifty different metadata fields that people need to fill out when they upload a document because. Yeah. They won't. They won't do it. Yeah. Well, and if you're forcing them to do it, that's fine, but you're going to get rubbish data because yeah. people are just going to select the first yeah. option tick, all the tick, way tick, through. Tick. So you want to be thinking about that that user experience and that engagement in context as well about how you want to manage that data yeah. and how you want to be able to report and find it. Mm. Um, mm. So that's on the data side, but even on the process side, it's it's simplifying your processes, simplifying your workflows where appropriate Yeah. Um, to not only speed it up, but to make it more efficient. Yeah. To get things done and decisions made. Mm. I think, um, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people are, are scared to jump in and, and understand that. But if you really look at it, and, and this is what blew my mind because I probably overthought a bit, is it's just a big spreadsheet and you kind of go through that spreadsheet and go, well, what's what's the file names, what's in there? What tabs and, do I yeah, need and what? Yeah. And that's, that's probably a pretty good way to think about it. I mean, it's... It is. I mean, SharePoint's as big as you want it to be and it mm. doesn't have to be. I mean, we're doing some reasonable size SharePoint sites with with organizations that have multiple teams and structure and and they're quite they're quite established in their in the way that they do things, which is fine. And it's going through that process with them to go, okay, well, as the finance team, who do you engage with or who engages with you within the business? Yeah. And what data they need, what data do you need to share with them? Because does that make sense for it to go in a lockdown finance folder or does it make more sense to go in a more public folder Yeah, um, for that? So by nature, people go finance my data, lock it down. Yeah. But who are you engaging with within the business or even externally, but predominantly SharePoint's that internal function. Mm. So who in, who are you engaging with in the business 
that needs access to that information or that data? And yep. do they need access to the whole thing or are they just requesting things from you? Yeah. Because we found that in, a, in an audit we did the other week or the other month where it was, and it was the finance team, oh, we're constantly getting bombarded with questions about this, that and the other. Yeah. And it comes in through Teams and it comes in through email and people are phoning and all this sort of stuff. And it's like, okay, well, what are they asking for? Well, they're always, always asking for these Three five, things, three five, or five, five things. things. Yeah. Always ask for this. Okay. Well, how about we create a very simple web form or a or a bot or a chat or something within your existing framework? Yeah. That they can submit the request. You can find it in the list. You can manage it. You can audit it, mm. and you can give them the information. Yeah. And then they know where it's up to all the time as well. Yeah, yeah. And it was, but that's just simplifying. It was the process. a big realization for them. Yeah. yeah just changing the psych- process and changing psychology. And a lot of that, it's not not difficult to do. Yeah, it's a bit of time and investment to to get that process right and create that front end and the list and the tracking and the automation piece behind it. Mm. But ultimately you do it once and now you've got this component that's going to streamline your entire team's function. Yeah. yeah, Everyone's going to know what needs to be done. What are the requests coming from the business? Whether you've got 15 staff or 500 staff, mm. you get these, what, what's coming inbound to your department yeah. that you need to manage and filter and, and get out there, yeah, um, and make it easy for people to get access to you as a provider of information in the business. Yeah, um, and I think that's that's a key element. Is yeah, that's a really good point. That's a really good point because you are as as individually in your business, you've you've always got clients you're serving. Yeah, now they might be internal clients yep. or they're external, but yep. if we look in the context of this SharePoint and and the data moving between your business and moving through your business, you, you're you're interfacing with departments mm. regardless yep. you might yep. be one person in each department but you're still interfacing and there's still requests going backwards and forwards mm. how do we facilitate that process more effectively yeah and use the platforms that are there yeah it might be teams it might be sharepoint it might be a list it might be a form it might be a bot like it's all there yeah yeah all they're ready to go but it's just thinking about ident- and identifying it yep um and that data that people need access to or that information yeah yeah. Understanding how you do it now and be willing to understand that there might be a better way to do it, even though you've done it that way for ten years, mm. and still get the outcome you want. And, and because it's in just most about cases, the outcome. get a better outcome, yeah, or a more efficient outcome is what you're aiming for. I mean, yep. if you're doing it a particular way and you've always done it for ten years that way, well, at least think about it, mm. have a look at it, what's available to me now. Yep. Um, you don't want to do it if you're going to get a worse outcome or it's going to slow it down or whatever. That's that's sort of that to take into consideration. It's not technology for technology's sake. Yeah. But look, reality is in, in most instances. It's going to improve. You're going to improve it. Yeah. And if anything, you're going to improve the accountability and the and the, the trail associated with it, which is important when you're managing data. Definitely. Um, who's doing what, version control, all these sorts of, all these things come up. Mm. But the beauty is it's all in there. Yeah. We're not, yeah, built we're not in. adding anything extra into it. Built in. Yeah. And I think it's important because we talk a lot about that sort of dead space time and people doing jobs that they do over and over again. And I think that's where that really ties in well is that you sort of see that if you set up a little web form or if you deploy a bot or if you're, you know, thinking a bit differently about the thing that you do 20 times a week Mm. and that it could be this and maybe it only saves you five minutes and People don't like realise five, five minutes, minutes times. 20 times, yeah. times 52, yeah, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Times the four people in your team. Yeah. Like, and that's that's it. It, it is it is thinking about that and, and sometimes it, it does require that level of 
okay, well, no, I don't want to automate that because it only takes me five minutes. Yeah. How many five minutes a day are you doing it or how many five minutes a week are you doing it? Yeah. If you're doing it five minutes a month. Yeah, probably right. Not. Probably not. Probably yeah. not. But yeah. if you're doing it five minutes a day or even five minutes a week or it's five minutes a week across ten people in your team, mm. that's hours. Adds up. That adds up pretty quick. Yeah. Um, and then it doesn't even take into consideration any of the lost time or process around it, flicking between tasks and downtime and changing and finding yep. the information yep. if you haven't yeah, if you have to dig it, it out or dig yeah. it out, things like that. So um, all that comes into it. Mm. And most of most of this discussion around that platform and SharePoint and automation and, and process is all about streamlining your time. Yeah. It's about time. Absolutely. Uh, time and consistency. Mm. Mm. And trackability, I think, is is probably that third one that comes into it. And not not because necessarily you want to watch people or things, but just to have a understanding of how it's working. Well, you can't you can't measure it if you don't track it. Yeah. So yeah. in some instances adding a a measurement point throughout these things, you can then track it more effectively yep. and look at volumes and increases and is mm. that changing? Is it decreasing? Are pe- more people using it, less people using it? What are they doing? How are they engaging? Yeah. Um, I mean we look at it from a customer service and client service perspective when we're tracking numbers for their clients, are we getting getting uh, ratings in? Are we getting more bad? Are we getting more good? Are we yeah that that guides us in decision making around the business? Well, yeah. that same concept applies internally. Mm. If you're tracking what's happening and and those type of things, how many activities are we doing, or within this within this web form that we've created, how many times are people hitting it and adding a adding an item to list? Well. It might be a hundred times a week. Yeah. Well, your five minutes now is you've just realized that that five minute task you're actually doing a hundred times a week. Yeah. But just didn't realize. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you've now saved it again and you've now saved yourself. I can't do the maths, but yeah. A couple of hours a week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, now go and do that high value work. task. Yeah. High value work. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, that's the interesting thing is is around those platforms and getting and what we're going to be discussing in the next few weeks is really that identifying those dead spots yep. the, the the dead time definitely um what can be what can what can technology do to make it a little bit more efficient and effective mm. so that dead time turns into productive time yeah 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 and especially you know in a number of industries but the, the few we're going to sort of, I suppose, go deep on accountants, especially over the next couple of weeks, is is that importance around the fact that your your industry is changing and 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 there is a, a push towards trying to make things more digitized, quicker, yeah. more engaging, and that's been pushed by the regulators around you. So you look at the the ATO and the way they're starting to deal with documentation. Uh, there's very few things now that are not uh, electronic for the ATO. So, uh, you know, one-touch payroll, I think you've touched on before, mm. you know, that, that's a prime example of, of, of their intention. Um, and, and so, you know, if, if, they're, if the regulatory authorities are pushing that agenda, you sort of need to, to be thinking about that. And also your customers are demanding it. So. Oh, yeah, dem- and, and it's, I think that demand is driven by time. Mm. So people, there's this. We're in we're in a society and, and a time now where you can get everything at your fingertips. Yeah, so there is that expectation of things just need to happen. Absolutely. Um, and the reality is they can't in all no. cases. Yeah. 
but you've you've got to be able to facilitate where you can yeah. that to happen. I want support right now. Well, depending on the nature of the issue, I can give it to you or I can't. Yeah. But I can give you access to raise that issue yeah, yeah. and get it done then and there. And yeah. I can give you the structure around how we deliver service to make sure we can do something when you're available. Yes. Um, at a time that's convenient to you because it's all about time and convenience. Yep. It's a two oh, – yeah, they're, they're really it. It comes yeah, yeah. down to I want something fast and if I can't get it fast, I want it to be in my – convenient to me. Yeah, easy. Yeah. Easy and convenient. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Very good. I like Very it. good. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's another uh, – well, you could talk about that for all day. Yeah. Time and convenience is an well, That's how Uber a, came from. That's a book and that's – yeah. It's the only reason Uber's it's convenient. Yep. Yep. I don't want to have to ring a taxi company and – stay on hold and tell them where I am because I might not actually know where I am. Yep. And that's how come it took off because I can pull up my phone, I can click a button and it works out where I am and the quickest available car will come and get me. Yeah. Uber was just about convenience and 100%. time. That was it. Yeah. Well, that was my take on it. And now people – no, it's, well, it's true. I think that was very core cool to Uber Eats, business Deliveroo. Case. Yeah. Convenience and time. Yep. Yeah. I don't want to have to drive to the takeaway shop. Yeah. And not cook my dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I just want it delivered, yeah. cooked, yeah. ready to go. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. can literally walk to the front door. Yeah. Which that's the world we live in, right? And people, that's what people are demanding. So as services businesses or as any business, you know, mm. you've got to adapt to that because that's the trend, right? So. Well, is that, yeah, it's, oh, gone a bit off topic, but it's interesting having those conversations with, with friends and stuff. It's how come we seem so busy now to what, we were when we were kids or what our parents perceived as busy. Yeah. Like what's, what's changed. That's why we're seeking time and convenience. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And it's just driving. I think things are expected. There's, there's more expectation. There's more things available. Yeah. More things happening. Um, so those things that you choose to do, you just want to do them quickly. Yeah. 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 I'd yeah. agree. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I think it's just, we're trying to put more into, into a day. days. Yeah. And I think. Uh, Good or bad. There's an expectation. There's a lot of distraction as well. And Lots of distraction. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Because, you know, you get well, We talked about that last year. Yeah. was yeah. distraction. Yep. Um, yep. I think on, on this. And yeah. less distraction during that those lockdowns. Absolutely. Did we get more done? Well, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I think, well, I we, think well, we did it. I, I think, think we did. I think you did. Yeah, I think I think everyone did because you had that time, that sort of deep work time. Yeah. Um, we were sort of back in a very busy mentality now again. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, there's another topic. Yeah, bring COVID back. No. No, you should know. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thank you for listening to the Modern Workplace Hacks podcast. Hope you got some value. We'd really love for you to subscribe to the podcast or follow us on YouTube and LinkedIn. Look forward to bringing you some more episodes soon.